Mic check, mic check. Should okay. I put my headphones on now? Yeah, you should put your headphones on. Okay. That would be good. Okay. Hey, Jen, what's up? Summer producer Ben is off sick today. We have stand-in producer Claire. Swanson, hey, Swanson. Yeah. That's me. This is your first producer gig, huh? And probably my last. Have you ever produced huh? any podcast before? <laughs> I have not. Can we see your CV, please? Yeah. Jen, how? what are your internship experiences on podcasts? Just this. Just this? Wait, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> yeah, First hi. name, last name. Uh, Jen Giovanello. What year are you in? Uh, I'm going to be a junior. What's your major? Uh, English and Environmental Studies. I don't have any other questions. He's <laughs> <laughs> exhausted. Uh, wait, where are you from? Uh, Morganville, New Jersey. Where's Morganville, New Jersey? Uh, in Monmouth County. Where's Monmouth County? <laughs> in New Jersey. What, what part? Where? Central yeah. New Jersey. The... Are we talking, what's what counts as central? Like, is Princeton in central? I would say so, yeah. Pork roll or Taylor ham? Uh, pork roll. Okay. Definitely pork roll. Pepsi or Coke? Uh, indifferent. That's not a thing. When I was talking. <laughs> water ice or ice water? Uh... <laughs> Ice water. Bruce I guess. Springsteen or Billy Joel? Oh, oh my goodness! No, the bon debate Jovi. is the debate is Bruce Springsteen or Bon Jovi. Yeah, oh, and who, bon who would Jovi. ever pick Bon Jovi? Did I you just do? say yes over Bruce Springsteen? I thought yes. Bon Jovi was was renowned to be like the junior league, like minor league Springsteen. Uh, I feel very attacked right now. I don't know. I have like some good childhood nostalgic memories of listening to Bon Jovi in my mom's car. So all right, Jen Bon yeah. Jovi Jovanello. Oh. Looks like we got it. Can we just shorten it though? End. It would be a, a portmanteau. A be- Jen Bon Jovanello. Jen oh, Bon no. Jovanello. Okay. Right? You didn't ask me about my bike helmet. Do I have to? Yes. Hey, Ben, I see you got a bike helmet. Here. I, I roll ro- my bike over. Yeah. It's a new bike. I just got a bike. Oh, where, where happened to your old bike? Yeah. My, the old bike that you're probably referring to is the one that uh, I got seven years ago that was stolen six and a half years ago. Okay. And I just got a new bike. Oh, uh, where'd you get it from? I got it from Genesis Bicycle, friend of the show, sponsor. Today's oh, okay. show sponsored by Genesis Bicycle. Uh, used or new? Brand new. Wow. But here's the thing, and maybe they're not going to sponsor us. I now. guess that promotion worked out pretty well for you. I don't, I don't know if I'm the disinterested consumer, the ira- the irritable consumer, or the just unwanting consumer. You're definitely irritable. I am because I, I had two uh-huh. bike culture experiences in yeah. one week, and they both kind of threw me off because I'm not in biking culture. Okay. Bicycle culture. Not Bicycle, like, not, not, yeah. You're not definitely Harley. not in the other kind of culture. <laughs> Friend of show, current daughter, Alex, had a, uh-huh. had a little um, after school riding thing over she, at the middle school. She there. was in a bike gang. Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. were, they were getting, they were going on an after school ride and okay. it was like, sign up and come on over. Okay. And we got there and we brought her bike and she came with her friend and we unloaded the bikes and there was nobody else there. Okay. And then two other people quickly pulled up and looked at us and said, hey, there's nobody else here. What's up? And so we were all a little confused, but in that intermediate time. Sure. They very quickly started asking, oh, do you know about the Thursday night uh, ride? You can sign up. Are you on the on you on the list? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. What kind of bike do you have? Or does she need a new bike or is she looking for one? We go down to the bike shop all the time. And within moments, they had roped us into a very deep conversation about local biking, bicycling culture that kids apparently do. It's very deep. And this was just with the parents because mm-hmm. then the two kids were getting their bikes out and they were like spinning the wheels and testing it. And they had the rack, the uh, Allen wrenches out and they were tuning it up. Jeez. These are like 12 year olds. Wow. And one of them had bike suit. He had a bike pants on. You're being ageist. I'm just saying they that can, they were. They can fix bikes. They were really into bikes. I want to. I want to increase our 12 year old fan base because <laughs> we're not. We're not doing it on the other end. So we might as well try that. <laughs> you misread me. This is nothing against them. Oh, okay. Except to say that they were really into their bicycles. Okay. And they were very quickly interested in enrolling my daughter and her friend into some sort of biking club, 
assuming that because they were there on the after-school bike, which was basically because they were going to read us to get ice cream. Could it be a cult? I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. But, but you don't know for sure. Because it turns out we were, we were all there on the wrong night anyway. So okay. it was very uncomfortable because I was like, I just, can we just go now? Like, I don't want to be in the bike club. I just wanted to go get ice cream. So then yeah. I went to get a bike at the, at the excellent store, Genesis Bicycle. Yeah. The guy was really nice. Yeah. But, uh. You know, he owns a bike shop and apparently he's worked there for a very long time. Yes, he has. So I at least understood what I was getting into there. Like, this guy knows a lot about bikes. Knows a lot, yeah. But I didn't want to spend that much time there. I knew the bike that I wanted. Yeah. I actually went there twice. One to pick it out and another time to come back and, and kind of get it. What kind of what kind of things were you deciding on picking a bike? I was deciding on price. Color? And if it's new. Oh, you wanted definitely new. I wanted a new one and I wanted it to be uh, on the lower end of okay. the price range. Okay. And that was pretty much all because I assumed uh-huh. that any bike they were selling was going to work. But he wanted to walk me through a lot of the features. And I was like, I just, I just want this bike. Then when I went to pick up the bike, uh-huh. I was definitely certain that I already knew what I wanted. I had already picked it out. I yep. was there basically walking in with the credit card in my hand. Sure. He wanted to make sure that I knew the right bike seat height. Mm-hmm. So we had to go through this whole thing about getting the bike seat adjusted. Oh, okay. Sit on up here. I'll hold, I'll hold it. Don't worry. It's not going to tip. Uh, now what you're going to want to do is extend and your feet shouldn't touch the ground. I'm like, I know I got it, but I actually want to put it uh, down a little bit lower. I'm going to be more comfortable. It's like, well, what you really want uh, is you don't want that. It's like, mm-hmm. but but I do, yeah. And I'm buying the bike, and he's kind of giving me grief immediately, like what I want, I'm like. But I'm I'm the one buying it. And I just want to get this bike and leave. Can I can I go off on a tangent here a little bit? That's so it'd be unprecedented. So, a uh, friend of the show, current wife, past guest Jennifer Tallarico, experienced this at one of our local coffee shops here. Let me let me give them some unsolicited advice. Nitro. When, is this going to be about nitro? No, no, no. When someone buys a coffee and wants to put sugar and or cream in it. Just kind of let them <laughs> don't, you don't have to give the old explanation. I mean, most people have been drinking coffee in a certain way for most of their lives and potentially, I guess there's a possibility that they've been drinking it wrong this whole time, <laughs> but maybe give them the benefit of the doubt that they know what they're doing. So, uh, maybe just let them put their, you know, milk and sugar in it. Yeah. Well, this is the bind is that you, yeah. you, you don't want to do the whole guns a blazing with the customer is always right kind of thing. Yeah. 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 But also as a customer, you kind of know what you want. Yeah. Exactly. And I think the coffee is a good example. Yeah. But then he wants me to like, uh, all right, pedal backwards so you can make sure we have the right the adjustment right. And he's like, you're going to want to get your balls, uh, the balls of your feet on the on the pedal. Oh, I'm like, dude. Bad at that. I, <laughs> Definitely is. I feel like I feel like that that was our chance of getting at the 12 year old <laughs> demographic. You're going to want to get the ball ball your foot. Okay, got it. On the pedal, which was basically saying, do you know how to ride a bike? Yeah. I was like, dude. You just told me to spin the thing around to check for height. I wasn't really concerned that I had the correct like foot action, sure. leg extension, knee joint. Yeah, this is in Tour de place. France here. Right. I'm just doing this so I can get through this process. Sure. So much. All which is very nice, very nice. I feel so terrible, you know, giving it a bad tone, but it, I was just not interested. I like well, here's the can I just have my bike? I got my Trek bike off of Craigslist and I, I got I had none of this. Was Although it, it didn't was get it the one was it mine that got stolen? I in a way I hope so. So I should introduce it. This is episode 115, 115. You got any funny things for that? I don't know. What's the Roman numerals? X. Do you, no, did C- you learn num- Roman numerals? CXV. Oh, okay. not that far up. Yeah. No. I think CXV. I think I told you, like, my, my uh, friend of the show, current wife, Chris, grew up, like, she moved one year from one state to another. Uh-huh. And, like, the 
they were about to learn Roman numerals oh, at her yeah. first school. She never did. And then they already learned Roman numerals when she went to the next school. Mm-hmm. So she's like Roman numeral blind. She doesn't know what she, as she said, she basically just doesn't know what Super Bowl it is. If there was, <laughs> there's only a way to learn that. Um, so this is episode 115 of Very Spreads and Butters. Uh, to my left, as always, Ben Brickhouse Cohen. I am Simon Portmantonev out in the studio. New we, intern. New intern. Summer intern. Jen Bonjovanello. Okay, give it, give it to me again, just one more time. Thanks, uh, Jen Jovanello. Jovanello. You can say uh, her name and then say her nickname. Summer intern, Jen Jovanello. Uh, I think her nickname is going to be Bon Jovanello because she's a fan of Bon Jovi. She prefers Bon Jovi to Springsteen. Which I guess is a Which thing. I didn't know that happened. That's a thing. Um, and I guess our, she's not from Jersey. I, well, she, 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 she is. My mom, would always, my mom would always play Bon Jovi in the car, so like, there's a certain nostalgia attached okay. to his music. I bet we'll get back don't, to Jersey. You don't, you don't have to defend yourself. That's okay. Um, Thank you. No, no problem. Uh, I mean, I, 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 there's nothing I can do about it because I think you're going to get attacked. <laughs> in the producer's seat today. Stepping up First to time, Claire Swansong Swanson. Claire, yeah, how do you gonna, feel? I'm just gonna press a button after this, uh-huh. and that—that's all I'm doing. Oh no, it's much harder than that. Don't don't throw Michelle and <laughs> formerly Renan. No, and I'm not. Ben under I'm the bus. not diminishing it's Michelle. It's really difficult. You're Renan. always like pulling just, levers and pressing buttons and doing. It's just that of Ben already set everything up for yeah. me, so okay. I I personally only have to press a button. Okay. Well, thank you for being a producer today. <laughs> Um, in the studio with us is our very special guest, um, is the athletic director at Lafayette College, uh, Sharita Freeman. Sharita, how are you doing? Fantastic. Sharita, when did, you, when did you start at Lafayette? I started at the end of February, okay. so February 19th was my first official day. Wow. So you haven't been here that long. No, I haven't. Are you, are you considered to be a member of the cabinet? I am not. Could, I could have told you that. I've asked like 20 people, what does it mean to be in the cabinet? <laughs> I can tell you. I've been talking about this for like months. You have to be he a vice, mentioned a vice, vice president. president's yeah. cabinet, visited vice LaFarm. They're speak. going. Oh, so well, what, what is the cabinet? Tell me. It's the vice presidents. Who are the vice presidents? So okay. I report to Annette Diorio. Oh, uh, so uh, friend of the show, past guest. <laughs> so she is the VP okay, on the so cabinet. Okay, so Annette is in the cabinet. Well, we're not going to go through all these names right now. I just didn't know. I was getting a little lost at constant references to the cabinet. First of all, I didn't know that they referred to themselves as the cabinet. I think that's a little weird. Man. And second of all, the constant President's reference to it. cabinets. They, do they? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cover this at the yeah, end. Yeah, we're of, not well, unique. Can we register that I don't like it? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll, 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 we'll note it. Speaking of this not unique, you would only know that by having been at other places. Yes. So, oh, pretty yeah. good, pretty good segue. Yeah. But let's, let's go even further back than the other places you've been. So where, where were you born? I was born in Newark, New Jersey. Okay. And so I'm a Jersey girl. So, and you grew up and around I grew there? Up, I grew up in Hillside, New Jersey. My okay. parents still live there. Okay. Now, we were just sort of getting on Jen for this, but are you a <laughs> pork roll or Taylor Ham area of New Jersey or neither? I'm a Taylor Ham girl. Taylor Ham. Okay. Yeah. You, are you going to no, explain that? But, it, but pork roll or Taylor Ham is the brand name of pork roll. So that's technically what it is. What isn't, there like, isn't there what like a... You've said this twice now. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. There's like a north-south sort of divide of like... What do they say? Are you the trying south? to be folksy? Like no, this is this is a this is a this is a, a, a known phenomenon. But yeah. people will refer to Taylor Ham like Kleenex for like yeah, tissue. or like Band Aid or exactly. a Q-tip, like. Okay. But 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 like in this in South Jersey, which one is it? In North Jersey, which I one didn't know there was a difference. There is a difference. Yeah. It's, it, Why do you we'll think you a, know we'll this? We'll put a, put a link in what, the show What notes. makes you think you know this? 
Because I because You're I not think from Jersey. I've, I fully I feel like I've read this somewhere, and if I read read something, which is not that often, I want to make sure people know that I've read something. Sounds like you're showing off. This is a great job for Jen. Jen, can you look up Taylor Ham Pork Roll North South Jersey whatever I'm talking about? Sure. Okay, thank you. And just just <laughs> yeah, just because pop I in. definitely do not know the answer to this because I'm in Central Jersey, which mm-hmm. ostensibly doesn't exist. So <laughs> I don't have. Is Hillside knowledge. near Newark? Yes. And that doesn't count as central New Jersey. That's no, that's north. north. Yeah. North. Um, okay. So you grew up there. Yes. Uh, and then did, were you there until you went to undergrad? Yes. Okay. Where'd you go to undergrad? Dartmouth College. Dartmouth College. That's in New Hampshire. Hanover. Hanover, New Hampshire. Hanover, yes. Hanover, New Hampshire. And why did you decide to go there? What What were your options? What were you thinking? Sure. I uh, was a basketball student athlete. Uh-huh. Um, so I was recruited by a lot of different institutions. Okay. Um, one being that other school um, in the Lehigh Valley. Um, they don't have podcasts. <laughs> they don't. That we know. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then I was also uh, recruited by um, William and Mary in okay. Harvard. Uh-huh. And um, you know what happens when you go through the recruiting process? You uh, go on official visits. Mm-hmm. You talk to the coaches. You interact with the teams, and you make a decision. Yeah. Um, and so for me, um, the best um, opportunity from an academic standpoint, best uh, team environment that I was looking for um, was Dartmouth College, and that's where I ended up, and absolutely enjoyed my experience there. Okay, so. So you obviously played basketball in high school. And when, when did you start playing basketball? When did you become interested in that? Um, officially or in an organized fashion, started playing in fourth grade. Oh, wow. Um, but certainly was playing, you know, long before then. My mm-hmm. parents have a picture of me, like, 18 months with a basketball in my hand, like, <laughs> you know, practicing my jump shot. So I guess, you know, somewhere around when I was walking, they yeah, put yeah. a ball in my hand. <laughs> okay. That seems, that seems reasonable. And what position did you play? I was a guard. Okay. Um, if there were really positions at that point, I was I was pretty <laughs> good at basketball. Ball, right? My yeah. my dad was my coach, and mm-hmm. so he wanted me to play. You know, when I got in fourth grade, he's like, mm-hmm. "You want to you know want to go play bitty basketball?" Yeah. So that's what I did. I was a pretty good player. It feels like I, like I'm picturing a bunch of fourth graders playing basketball, and it's kind of adorable. Do they use the same <laughs> size ball? We used a smaller ball, smaller lower ball. lower basket, eight oh, foot baskets. Any dunking? At that no, point? no, not at that point. But, but were you dominating like in fourth grade? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of it at that age is can you dribble and uh, how yeah. fast are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, because if you can beat up beat everybody up and down the court with the ball in your hand, you, you have a distinct Easy. advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that was my bread and butter. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now, is it, is it uh, anything like kids soccer where like everybody just fo- like like there's no kind of um, strategy. Everyone just follows the ball. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of how it is okay. when you're that young. Okay. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember back. Like I just remember like, you know, crowds of people and you know people are falling and tripping over each other i mean that's that's right. how it is at that level yeah, yeah okay but then as you as you progress through high school i guess things get a little bit yeah better. and i played with the boys so i only got to play with oh, wow. with girls when i was growing up want mm-hmm. that first year mm-hmm. and then uh, my younger brother once he um he's a year behind me so mm-hmm. once he was going to play bitty basketball my dad's like i can't coach both of you in two different leagues so sharita you're going to play with the boys so i was <laughs> I was on my brother's team with my dad coaching for yeah, the yeah. next, uh, all the way up through until I got to high school. Wow. Where'd you go to high school? Hillside High. Okay. And what is the name of their mascot? Uh, they are the Comets, or the we are the Comets. Fighting Comets. <laughs> and what, what is Dartmouth? It's Dart, Dart green Dart. something, right? We're the Big Green. The Big Green. They, they have a, an unofficial mascot that I am not proud of, Keggy Heck. the Keg. So that was around the time that, that I was a student there and an employee there. I'm hoping they've graduated <laughs> from, from Keggy. Wait, wait. No, no, no. I'm just so I hear you. A keg? 
mm-hmm. like a thing that holds liquid. Yeah, it was it was pretty hilarious at, at moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, but yes, officially the Big Green. Okay. Did it used to have like a Native American name and they changed yes, it? Yes, they uh, were the Dartmouth Indians for a long time. Oh, I didn't know that. And then they decided because I mean I mean listen, we we both Ben and I are in favor of not having those kind of names, but you don't have to go to a completely lame name. Like you can choose anything. Hey, you want maybe they like point. it. Yeah. Why but you? the cake? Well, um, that's a, that's unofficial. The Big Green. Oh. The, it's unofficial. Sorry, I wasn't yeah. listening. I think that to me sounds like uh, a frat culture, drinking yeah. culture. This is fun. Yeah, I, I think it. someone, it was a joke, yeah, really. And somehow it. it stuck. Yeah. Okay. For a couple of years. Unfortunately. Well, we won't. Yeah. We the won't alumni can't stamp anymore. it out. Okay. So you went, so you were at, you were at Dartmouth and then what happened after that? I uh, worked at the Ivy League office. I was an intern okay. in uh, public information there mm-hmm. for a year. Okay. What was your major? Uh, I was an environmental studies major. Oh. I, I knew pretty early on that you know my passion was athletics and that I wanted a career in in athletic administration at some level, um, so I uh, decided to do the internship at the Ivy League office and then went to grad school after that. Tell tell me a little bit more about where you went from just playing sports to wanting to be a sports administrator as a career. Yeah, so a, a lot of people have work study jobs in college. Mm-hmm. I certainly needed one mm-hmm. to have some pocket change, mm-hmm. and so I worked in the athletics department and so you know unless you're exposed to the behind the scenes you don't really know like that there are administrative positions in athletics you kind of just know there are coaches and trainers and maybe you know sideline folks that are working the games but there are actually administrative positions that are required to operate an athletics program and Mm so for me being exposed to that in a work-study fashion kind of opened my eyes to hey what does this person do and kind of asking questions and being able to to shadow some people and being exposed to the behind the scenes operations of an athletics program that's great and then i did an internship in between my junior and senior year um, at the olympic training center i worked for usa swimming and that was a fantastic experience in an olympic year i was hanging out with olympians all summer so i was like this is great so um that was my first like real exposure to an experience outside of dartmouth and i Uh was like i could do this for a living where was that colorado springs are you a swimmer i (laughs) know absolutely not i didn't learn how to swim until college Uh um we had to pass a swim test to graduate and so i figured i'd learn so i could graduate from we balance each other well because i uh (laughs) am not very um good is the word at basketball Uh but i really like swimming I used to play. I used to play basketball in graduate school, like like a pickup game. Mm-hmm. And man, it is a lot harder than it looks <laughs> on TV. <laughs> it's a lot more running, and people are much taller. And and I I, I don't think even this with is, this with is my good insight. with my upper body strength, I can't shoot a three from the actual line. It I, just it just goes. It's, all, it's all about the technique. I bet you're strong enough to do it. Thanks. I, I, just, I, want, I just want you to say that. <laughs> they always let me guard the person with asthma. All right, we got to get back on track. Let's get back on track. You're so okay. digressive. So after you graduated, you worked at, you worked at Dartmouth for a year, did you say? I worked at the Ivy League. At the Ivy League. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, so the okay. Ivy League office is in Princeton, New in Jersey. Princeton. Okay. And then what, what, what happened after that? Graduate school okay. uh, for sport management at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Okay. Good school. Um, and yeah. how long did Are that? Are they the Minutemen? Yes. Oh, the Fighting Minutemen. Fighting Minutemen. And how long were you there for? It was a uh, year-long program, year so long I was there program. for a year. There are a number of sort of growing programs in academic administration. Mm-hmm. Um, you had sort of the experience of the doing, like in, even an undergraduate, mm-hmm. just like seeing from behind the scenes. And then you had the sort of the formal in-class training. Does one absolutely need need both of them? Did you get something from one that you don't get? This is where we really need a video feed. Yeah, sorry, my hands are moving. He's talking a lot with his hands. Yeah, well. 
So, I mean, I, I think the, the real life experience and working and learning from people who are actually doing the job mm-hmm. is, is, is priceless. Yeah. Um, but the academic component is certainly important too. Um, there's value in being able to learn the academic side of, of, of marketing, of, of business and finance. And, um, but the, the most useful experience that will help someone progress in the profession is absolutely by doing. Yeah. You know, one of the things that the program at UMass for the graduate school level, they do have an undergraduate program too, but I remember in the interview process them wanting you to have some experience that you could speak to in the application process because I think for them that was really important mm-hmm. for you to have that that experience between um, undergrad and grad school to be able to say this is, sure. you know, some these are some of the things that I w- was able to do in that in that in that year or two in between. Were you ever worried? Uh, it seems like it might be a common thing that you might like athletics less if you learn more about it from the other side. No, not at all. Okay. So it worked out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, this. I feel like I was kind of meant to do this. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy being at athletic competitions. Mm-hmm. You know, if people say, "Hey, well, what do you like to do on your free time?" Uh, go to games. <laughs> um, so. So, but how do you how do you handle? As someone who knows so much about all the sides of it, like how do you handle like fan responses or the way fans act? Like you just kind of fold your arms and let them say their piece? Yeah, it's, it's part of the experience. It's part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know that everybody is approaching the athletic entertainment from a different perspective. And so, you know, were they former players? You know, were they alumni of the institution? Are they just people who happen to live in the area who support this program? Like people are coming at it from different angles. Are they parents? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, understanding that there are different perspectives that people come at things from that allows you, I think, to, to listen more effectively to whatever it is that they're trying to articulate to you and is there is there a course in grad school about like dealing with alumni no no (laughs) no maybe they could add one yeah that could be effective (laughs) yeah after you were after umass at umass where did you go from there so i went back to dartmouth okay um i was the assistant to intercollegiate programs was my official title but Mm -hmm. no one knows what that means (laughs) um so i was a compliance person and event management person and i um worked for a woman by the name of grace calhoun Mm -hmm. who's the now the athletic director at the university of pennsylvania and um, was introduced to compliance and and how instability rules and regulations work how to work with students and coaches on those uh, pieces of of the uh, of the department, and then working um, in the game in game uh, operations from a management standpoint. Now, are there a lot of NCAA rules and regulations? Yes, <laughs> yes, okay. there so are. There are not a just ton. like a handful. Yeah, there's okay. a huge rule book that's <laughs> okay. like 400 pages. Man, so if something came across your, I thought you were going to ask like, so you can accept a lot of gifts, right? Yeah, it's just that, from anybody at yeah, any time. No, that's no. okay. No. Um, but if you saw like someone doing something breaking a rule, would you ha- would would it be part of your job to sort of let yes. them know that they were doing that? Yes, okay. yes. Part of my job to educate them on what they've done incorrectly, mm-hmm. but then also to reporting that to the NCAA mm-hmm. and then whatever the the sanctions or yeah. corrective measures were would be implementing those as well. And also like keeping up with all the rules because yeah. I'm sure it, it, it's. I mean, the rules do change. They change every year. There's an annual conference that NCAA compliance people go to to get updated on the the newest proposals and possibilities and any, you know, concrete rule changes. And then also to the interpretations of those rules. So Mm. did you go to Penn? You went to Penn, right? Did you follow Grace Calhoun to Penn? I didn't. So um, in 2005, I left 
Dartmouth to go to Temple University. Okay. I spent 10 years at Temple. Okay. Um, I was the um, head compliance person there and then took on additional duties over the 10 year time frame. Mm-hmm. And um, back in 2015, I left to go to the University of Pennsylvania where Grace was the athletic director. So okay. she hired me there. I got it. Now, now, what are your thoughts in terms of complaint? Because I mean, I mean, and the, the, the reason that there are these rules, there are, there are good sort of basic reasons that these rules exist. But I think like anything, when it's codified- Are you a it, critic? I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just asking. When it's codified, it can get a little silly, like at, at certain extreme levels. Mm-hmm. I think the more rules that mm-hmm. have come um, to, to be over time have been because of people finding ways around the basic rule. Yeah. Um, so if the basic rule is, you know, you can't recruit, you know, until someone's junior year. Mm-hmm. Well, what does recruit mean? Yeah. And does that mean phone call? Does that mean in-person contact? And so, you know, you would hope that you could just say we want the, le- the playing field to be level. We want it to be fair. We want people to have equal access to um, recruiting. It's not that easy. Yeah. You know, it's just the, it's the, the game of how can I do this better than the next school? So the response is that if the schools can't agree to follow the spirit of the law, then they have to make more rules so that, so that it's going to be the letter of the law. Correct. And so there's been this, um, this idea that they want to deregulate and they want to make the NCAA manual smaller because they just feel like all these rules are silly. They're Mm -hmm. hard to enforce and they want to put things on the institutional level and say, Hey, we don't care about that anymore. We want you guys to handle that at the institutional level. Mm -hmm. You know, ultimately, fairness is a part of the game, and sure. they want to make sure that X school is competing against another school with, you know, the same kinds of rules and regulations. Yeah. And the only way to do that is have this thick rule book that yep. people have to follow. It's like the faculty handbook, mm, yeah, which is just larger and larger. Keeps guys keeps getting bigger. In addition to basketball, is there a? Do you have a favorite sport? No, not really. Um, Do you have a, who's your team? Who are your teams? I don't really, yeah, I don't really have teams. Mm-hmm. I have a, um, a respect and admiration for players. Well, who are some of your favorite professional players? Right yeah, now? I mean, I was always a Jordan fan. Mm-hmm. Absolutely my, my favorite player of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I, I love the, you know, the, the current players as well. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought the playoffs this year was, was fairly entertaining. Yeah. Um, I think the NBA... Um, sometimes it's hit or miss and, yeah. and when it comes to competitiveness, but the playoffs is normally a, a good time to watch. The other yeah. 82 games, maybe not. Yeah. I watch a lot of NFL as well, track and field. I watch gymnastics on TV. Like I'll, Ugh. you know, I, I, I love a lot of different sports. Now, are you allowed to fill out a final for or, uh, a March Madness bracket? For bragging rights only. So, for bragging rights only. Okay, yes. so you can't gamble on it. Um, we could do Segway Master. Let's do that. I have other favorite questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Such as favorite music. Oh, yes. We ask all the guests about their favorite music at three okay. stages in life. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I acknowledged on email that I don't really remember when this started or why. Uh, it started in the 80s, I think. <laughs> it's always that, great. Was, that was when we used to record on a cassette and then mail it out to our <laughs> listeners. Yes. Was that was expensive. Service. I oh, know. Gosh. That's why we lost all those episodes. That's true. All the cassettes got broken. Yep. But demagnetized. Yes. We like to ask what people's favorite music was, which could be just a band or an album. It doesn't have to be like the whole catalog of everything. Yeah. At age 10. And uh, for the sake of the audience, they always hear this. I like age 10 because it's generally not always either based on siblings' interest or parents' interest. It's not so much much agency and music choice when someone's 10, which is different when they're 20, usually in college. And that's probably perhaps the most expansive musical range. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it 
kind of focuses or, or gets to a different level at 30. So that's and why- it never changes after 30. <laughs> in my experience. Yeah. That's mostly Empirically, true. yes. Yeah. So that's why 10, 20, 30. So oh. at age 10, did you have a favorite uh, band, singer? Well, yeah, the, the first person that comes to mind is, is Janet Jackson. And I would say I'm still a big Janet fan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but she I, endures. You know, 10 years old, fourth grade, I, I think I was all over, you know, Janet and Michael Jackson and, mm-hmm. and all of their music. So I would say for sure during that time frame. But when I was little, like we did, a, we listened to a lot of Motown. My parents are like big, like Temptations mm-hmm. and yeah. Smokey Robinson. So I certainly enjoy that music as well because, I mean, they played it all the time. I remember we went on some trips and my, I was like, Dad, do we have to listen to this same cassette tape <laughs> again? But, you know, over time, like you hear those music on the radio now and you're like, you know, every single word yep. because you right. listen to it a lot. Mm-hmm. That's true. And was Janet Jackson, was that Rhythm Nation? Was that the... So Control was like the first album mm-hmm. that I remember like owning like okay. the actual album that you, you play you play on the, the record. round thing? yes oh, okay. on the record player yep. yeah that thing <laughs> I went to my first Janet concert this past year really yes and she wow. was awesome I think she's <laughs> 50 51 at this point and she was fantastic huh. I think I think Janet Jackson I think my first interaction with her not interaction I never met her uh, <laughs> my first uh, one side interaction I believe she was on different strokes. I believe she yeah, played she, Willis's uh, yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, she, was, she <laughs> that was. Did you like, oh, that's Janet Jackson? I don't know. I think at the time it was too early. It was probably in the early 80s. So how did you remember that? I don't know. I just, rem- I just, I love different strokes. That's your origin story of that's, how you came to like Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it w- w- went from there. I'm like, oh, she can sing too. All right. Well, we don't have to assume it changed, but um, uh, was there a, another or uh, how, how had your musical changes, musical taste changed by age 20? By 20. When you were at Dartmouth in Hanover, New Hampshire. Yeah, so you're in college. Yeah, I mean, I think I was more like into hip hop and rap and, Mm -hmm. you know, starting to to enjoy that music a little bit more. Yeah. Um, So who's on top? Oh, my gosh. Who's at the center? I mean, what what name does he go by now? P. Diddy? Uh, (laughs) Wait, so what year was this around? Uh, I was in college from 97 to 2001. Okay. So uh, like Mace and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Outkast, Mm -hmm. Lauryn Hill. The, you know, those were big albums when yeah. I was in college. So Busta Rhymes, mm-hmm. we had him come to campus <laughs> nice. um, for our spring concert. So mm-hmm. I remember seeing him a couple of times. Destiny's Child was just getting started. Um, Whatever they, happened to that? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Whatever happened to anyone in that band? Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to go, what, to what today? Or 30s? Well, yeah, 30s. And yeah, we say at yeah. 30. Sometimes we have, uh, we've had student guests before, so we had to change to like the 10, 15, 20 yeah. question. Yeah. I, would, I, 10, 20, I mean, 30. I know I have one like bright yellow today, so I, I'm not an official member of the Beehive, but I'm a okay. big <laughs> Beyonce fan. That's what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. And is so Beyonce? Yeah. Do you have, is there a favorite Beyonce album, favorite song? Ooh. No, not really. You can't choose. She's evolved over time, you know. Mm-hmm. She's she's got you know older music that I that I like, and then you know new, newer music that I like too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think it, it just depends on your mood. But you know, she's a good artist to run to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, like she keeps the tempo up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Do you have any power over uh, music selection, like at the gym here? Or at, at music at, at no, uh, sporting not, events? Not yet. You know, wh- whatever the fans like. But if there are requests, let let me know. I can pass along the message. Got it. We will let you know. We'll, we like a lot of Philip Glass, a lot of minimalist <laughs> stuff, glass breaking, all that stuff. Um, do you want to do a quiz? Yeah, let's do a quiz. Oh we're, man, we're excited. I am afraid I'm going to fail. I'm, no, like I'm getting nervous already. <laughs> no, don't get nervous. Jen, are you still this, here? This will not go I'm on your transcript. Here. Okay. Claire, how's the producing going? 
Um, drawing on my many years of experience, mm-hmm. um, I think you're doing a, a great job. Thanks, Claire. It's not us, yeah. it's you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're the producer. You're you know the one who's yeah. making this happen. It's the fans, <laughs> in a way. Right. Yeah, it's not. Uh, really. Sharita, we have a quiz, which is the real or not quiz. Mm-hmm. Real or not. Real or not. Okay. So I'm going to. How hard s- can it be? I got a series of questions. <laughs> what we do is the first one is the mic check question. Yep. So just we'll go around the room. Simon will answer first. I will. Then Jen, then Claire. And you can answer last because you ostensibly have the advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So finally, so we got to the putative advantage. The putative advantage. Yes. Is that the correct use of that word? Probably. Um, we are. I'm actually happy because we are overwhelmed with Cornell people here, and we did a Cornell quiz with one of our many Cornell guests a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to do a Dartmouth one. Ooh. So is this? Oh Dart- my goodness. Dartmouth trivia. Are these real things about Dartmouth <laughs> or not? Been there for like a million years. You should know Dartmouth back and forth. So this man. is straightforward. It's easy. Yeah. All you got to do is like, is this a real thing about got Dartmouth it. or not? Is this true or not? Okay. The here first one is the easy one, just to get the taste of it. Yeah. And uh, I actually uh, figured might as well just go straight I forward. I hope Dartmouth does not disown me after this because, well. I mean, I, I don't know if I was a big tradition history person, so we'll it's, see what happens. It's funny that you think they'll be listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, the antenna at WJRH barely reaches reach. the other side of the quad. <laughs> Very far. No. no, I think you're safe. Uh, first you, one, yeah. Simon. Yes. Dartmouth, is it the smallest ivy and its colors are green? Smallest ivy's colors, I know it's green because we established that. Uh, smallest ivy... Um, Again, you also know it's the mic check question. Why are you thinking about this? Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say a big yes to that. What do you think, Jen? I will also say yes. Very good, We're... Jen. Our first answer on our first quiz. Claire? I am going to agree. And Sharita? Yes. Okay. That, that is correct. Perfect. You're already one for one. We know. Let's see. It's there easy. There we go. We got it. We got this. All right. Okay. Um, the next one. Yes. I got a lot. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, I don't have that many. Yeah. Uh, Sandra Bullock's brother, Danny, went there. Danny Bullock? Yeah, Daniel. Were you in Were you in uh, class with Danny Bullock? Why would you ask that question? It makes you wonder, doesn't it? It does make me wonder. Why would I come up with such a random thing? Did it he must go be to, true. Maybe he went to Dartmouth College. What isn't Somewhere that Dartmouth else. College? What? Yes. I thought you, I thought it was a university. Is not a university. Dartmouth College. Maybe so he went maybe to, he went to uni- the university. That's exactly oh what I was going to say, gosh. Claire. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and where's I'm, that? I'm gonna probably in in England. Yeah, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Um, I'm going to say... He, he no, overthinks it. You don't no, have to overthink No, no, that he did not. Sandra um, Bullock's brother Danny went there. Wait a second. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I'm going to say no. What do you think, Jen? He doesn't know. Um, I don't know, so I'm just going to follow suit with Simon on this one. No. Mm, thank you. Uh, Claire? There seemed like a moment of realization, right? so... <laughs> Simon, he always ruins it. I do. <laughs> no. Yep. Uh, and what do you think, Sharia? I'm going to go with no. no. I haven't heard about that one. It's a no. It's a no. What are you so smart about? I just because I just saw Ocean's 8 and I really <laughs> <Exactly>. liked it. Exactly. <laughs> Danny Ocean was essentially Snyder Bullock's brother. That's right. Yeah. And I yeah. like the movie. Good. I endorse it. Good. It was Good fun. to know. Um, all right. Yeah. Third one. Third one. You're two for two. Two for okay. two. Simon's not. I know. I said no. Um, Dr. Seuss is an alum. Dr. Seuss is an alum of Dartmouth. Did they even have a graduate program? Yes, well, they do. You can get a doctorate there. In rhyming. Um, Dr. Seuss. He was a real person. I know that. I don't know if he has a graduate degree or, or post-secondary degree. I'm going to say no. I don't think so. What do you think, Jen? I'm going to go yes. Okay. Claire? Mm, yes. Sharita? Yes. What yes. did you say? Yes. I said yes. Definitely. Yes, it's yes. It's yes. Yay. <laughs> did is there you, a lot of Did you change stuff? your answer? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. There's Did, no there's no record of it. Is there a lot of Seuss lore up there? 
Do people talk about it? You know, it? the only thing that I remember is that there was a dormitory, I believe it was the Fayweathers, that had, um, like, Dr. Seuss, his dorm room was here or oh. something like that. So that's it the only thing I distinctly remember that was Dr. Seuss, other than just references to him. But I like that. Yeah. All right, I got another one. Yeah. The frat house in Animal House was based on a Dartmouth fraternity. Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh, that's another movie question. Dartmouth fraternity. I think it was. Keggy the Keg. I think it was. Oh, <laughs> Keggy the Keg. Yes, I'm going to say definitely yes then. Jen, what do you think? Um, I'll go yes. Claire? Yeah. And Sharita? Yes. Yes. AD. Nice. That, now They're I, still around? Do they get kicked off? Or you know, they... I, don't, I don't know. They were around when I was a student there. Yeah. Um, still a secret probation though? You never, but, uh, went, you never went to a party there or anything like no, that? No. Oh my gosh, no. Okay. Because there were probably food <laughs> fights there if I'm, if I'm reading the movie correctly. <laughs> It doesn't seem sanitary. Okay, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Have Three. you seen that movie in a long time? Has it? It's you. You've mentioned it's, it doesn't hold up. I I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, I saw does. Caddyshack. Which oh, Caddyshack doesn't hold up. Friend of the show, past guest Josh Sanborn, and I um, heatedly disagreed on that. Mm. He thought it held up, yeah. but I didn't see Animal House. Have you seen Animal House? No. Oh yeah. I don't, we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, it's fine. It's based on a Dartmouth fraternity, though. That we do know. Yep. Um, they filmed part of the movie Elizabeth in the mountains outside of Hanover because of its English feel. Oh, the, about the queen. Yeah. Is that the first one or the second one? Uh, the first one. Are there a, lot of, a lot of studios up there. New Hampshire, Hills, Dartmouth. Yeah. New Hampshire seems like a nice place to film things. I'll say yes. What do you think, Jen? Um, yes. And Claire. Uh, no. No. Sure yet. What do you think? I'm going to go with no on that one. That's a no. Oh. Who's, who's in Elizabeth? Uh, Kate Blanchett. Oh, she was so good in Ocean's 8. <laughs> Damn it! She really knocked it out of the park. Is Ocean's Eight worth seeing? I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was a fun summer movie. Okay, you nobody seen it? Just I haven't me? seen it. I haven't seen it. I think I probably will see it. I have movie pass. I'm not going <laughs> to show about this, so I can see anything I want. It wasn't. Uh, what was that? How's I describing it? It's like it's not like amazing, but it's like this is this is a fun movie to see. Didn't think it was. It wasn't dumb. It was entertaining. It was really well acted. Like everybody was really, they, they did a really good job. And they can essentially only do two sequels. They're limited to that. Well, they could do prequels. Oh, that's right. Like we were a uh, friend of the show, um, off-season producer Liam and I were talking about mm-hmm. like, what would Ocean's 1 be? Is it like Danny Ocean in kindergarten? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like a Muppet Babies kind of thing. <laughs> right. Where they go real far back. Yeah. You got, so there's one through seven, eight and nine. So you've got, you've got, you know, a lot more to do. And 10. Oh, yeah, and 10. I forgot that. Right. Unless All right. they wanted to do a prequel for the other one. Oh, oh my gosh. A mess. How about uh, uh, Nora Lum, who's known as Aquafina? Is she pursuing a degree at Dartmouth? A degree at Dartmouth? Aquafina. The what? rapper Aquafina. Oh. Is she pursuing a degree at Dartmouth? I'll say yes, she is. Good for her, too. What do you think, Jen? Uh, no. Uh, Why would you say that, Jen? I don't know. Okay. I, I Are you familiar with her music? No she's kind of, she's funny. I'm hmm. not familiar with her music. Okay. What do you think, Claire? Um, I believe that she also has a connection, so no, to, to Ocean's 8. Potentially, Okay. Yes. What do you think, Sharita? I have never heard of a rapper, Aquafina, so I'm going to go with no. Okay. It is a no, but she she's in um, Ocean's 8. You can see her. Is she? She does a really good job. Oh, good. Good for her. <laughs> it's only because of that that I found some of her music, and she's pretty funny. That's good. Aquafina. Okay. Um, the next one is Mr. Rogers. Is he an alum? Mr. Rogers. Oh, that's coming out in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he is also in Ocean's Age. <laughs> he is. Uh, he plays he, the Elliot Gould character. I think he's from Pittsburgh. So why would he go to Dartmouth? He seems like sort of a hometown kind of guy. He would go to Duquesne <laughs> if anything. I'm going to say no. What do you think, Jen? I'll also say no. Okay. What do you think, Pitt. Claire? Um, 
No. Sharia? So. Oh, okay. I feel like he was a commencement speaker at uh-huh. some point in time. Mm-hmm. So I can't say for sure that he's a Dartmouth alum, but I feel like he may be. She's a hundred percent right. What? You have not gotten one wrong. He is a Dartmouth alum. <laughs> but he but he grew up in Pittsburgh. I know, but I just like how I lured you in. You're so confident. People travel. People yeah. I guess they do. You went from New Jersey. Why why can't he go from Pittsburgh? That's true. Right. There you go. Yeah, Mr. Okay. Rogers. I get it. Okay. By the time this drops, maybe we'll I will have seen the D- Mr. Rogers movie documentary. Yeah. That's that's out, right? It sounds good. People too. seem to really like it. It's a, yeah. Well, I, people I seem to like Mr. Rogers. I have another one. Okay. Mindy Kaling, is she a graduate of Dartmouth? Mindy Kaling. Now, not Mindy Cohn, who played Natalie on The Facts of Life. We're talking about Mindy Kaling, who was in The <laughs> Mindy Show, The Office, and other shows like some, that. Even some movies. I'm going to say <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you think, Jen? No. Claire? No. Sharita? Man, you guys are off. She's an 01. My what? year. Dartmouth no. College. What? Did you have any, did you have any Represent classes with her? In the, in the entertainment world. No, I don't know Mindy, but super proud of her. Wow. Is she a crossover in Ocean's 8 and a Dartmouth alum? <laughs> yep. That, that's an amazing crossover. You may have unlocked the, the key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's as if I worked backwards. Yeah, these it was such a trap. It was a trap. And an she eight was this year's commencement speaker as well. I hate these quizzes. <laughs> um, could you have passed her in the quad at some point? I'm sure. Okay, cool. That's good enough. We for can me. verify it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. There um, weren't that many students, so I'm sure. It's yeah. the smallest yeah. Ivy, Simon. You yeah, got the I, first question I did, right. I did re- recall that now. Um, how about uh, Connie Britton? Connie Britton. No. <laughs> Jen, no further comment on that. Jen, yes. The actress Connie Britton. Possibly. Yeah. What do you think, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so confident? Oh my God. Yeah, she's in, yes. She's in that football show. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What do you think, Sharita? I have no idea, so I'm going to go with no. It's a yes. yes. She was. She is. And she was, and she was on Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's our. It's the show's favorite. It's the podcast's favorite show. It's half okay. the podcast's favorite show. It's the show. It's the podcast's favorite show. Okay. Half favorite, half least favorite. <laughs> Friday, I never watched it. Friday Night Lights. It's an athletic director. It's a football. You want to watch a show about football? Mm. Can't say great, I'm a Friday Night Lights person. So. But she would be because it's so great. And Connie Britton is amazing in it. 60, and 67% a Dartmouth of this room is not a fan of Friday So Lights. now I probably have to watch it because there's a Dartmouth person in it. That's true. See, that's really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a while. Jen, what are your thoughts on Friday Night Lights? No, that's not. <laughs> I can't say I've seen it. So pretty ah, indifferent. I'm so. so jealous of people who haven't seen it. They have the chance to see it for the first time. It's just a special experience. That's Are you talking great. about the okay. movie? I was saying the movie the or the show. No, the TV show. Okay. Actually, I haven't seen the movie. What? Just watch the movie. No, I don't know. what's football? I don't, into that. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to watch a football movie. Oh god. TV show's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one, Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. What's she producing these days? These days, I don't know. Um, Hope it's not a movie. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna say yes. What do you think, Jen? I'll also say yes. Claire? I think she's another crossover. Yes. Sharita? Yes. yes. What year? Yes. That I don't know. Did you, did but you know I, I would appreciate the uh, the Dartmouth t-shirts on uh, what's the, the medical show? Uh, oh, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. Yeah. D- A lot of people um, went to Dartmouth. I enjoyed looking up the alumni list of Dartmouth. Now, did you did you go to school with anybody who is currently, besides yourself, famous now? Ooh. Even mm. moderately famous, like a, maybe a commercial. No. A commercial. No. <laughs> no. 
no. commercial for Ocean's 8. <laughs> no. No. Other than Mindy. I Other mean, but Mindy. I don't know her. You don't know her. Um, but, like, but if you told us you knew her, we would never know. We would never know at all. Like, we would never be able to find her. You like, and, Mindy. and we would start to tell you people were, that we met someone. You were her sophomore who her. roommate. I don't know. We did very well. We tally up the scores. Yeah. Who gets the prize? I you think, won. You won. I think Trina won. You, you passed you, with flying you colors. You do know a lot about Dartmouth. Surprisingly. That's very good. <laughs> Simon, you also had a question. I have a question. Um, what day do you prefer? Friday or Sunday? Do you Sunday? want to set this up? I will set I'm just it up. Just going to leave it bland. No, I'll leave it bland first. Friday or Sunday? There are only two Friday. choices. Friday? Yeah. Okay, so so we asked this question to some of our, to all of our guests because um, you know Friday is a day that you're actually generally a work day and Sunday you have off and yet a lot of people prefer Friday over Sunday. So what, what, what's, what's your thought process there? Well, if it's a uh, traditional week yes, tra- where I'm not you know working on a Saturday mm-hmm. and a Sunday, mm-hmm. which for me probably it's more of a traditional week to be working mm-hmm. on Saturday and Sunday, sure. but um, it's the last day of the week and mm-hmm. you know you have two days off and it's kind of like, hey, yay, it's Friday. And and so on Sunday, it's, it's like, like, oh man, we gotta go, gotta go back in. Yeah, you gotta live in the moment. Yeah, Sunday, well, Sunday no, can we're, be beautiful. We're both Friday people, so it's not. But there are Sunday people. There are a f- very few out there. Maybe thirty-three yeah. percent of the population. Yeah, one third. Um, What's your follow up? He yeah, has a follow up too. What do you think about black licorice? Ew. Exactly. That's the yeah. correct answer. Yeah, we find that Friday people Friday don't people like, don't like black licorice. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday people do. Does anyone like black licorice? Sunday, Sunday people. people do. They do. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so they're just a little different then. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not right. Just slightly. We're not. We're not big fans of them. Um, you want to wrap it up? I do want to wrap it up. Or do you have more uh, questions? Do you have any? Do you have any appearances coming up? <laughs> All over this place. Do you, do you have to recruit? Do you recruit? No. No, I mean, do you get to hire the, coaches, the coaches? The coaches off campus recruit, and then there are opportunities for me to meet recruits when they come to campus. Are you the one who hires the coaches? Yes. Oh man, that is that's a big deal. What's the next coach we're hiring? Oh, we you're, do not have any openings you're at like, this wait, point. You are like wait, like on the <laughs> Ben wants we to do. be a coach. Of what uh, sport? Uh, swimming. Diddlywinks. No swimming. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just send your resume. <laughs> She'll take a look at it. Um, also, can who do I talk to about getting more swimming hours? Is that you? Can you do that? I no, want more swimming hours. Um, that's Jody. Oh. Is she in the cabinet? No, she is not. Gosh. Um, how about this? You were on a uh, a caravan recently yes. with some other folks. Now, is that is that going to continue later? So or? we were in D.C. and mm. right outside of Philadelphia, and I think. Potentially this fall, we'll we'll pick a couple of other places to visit. Okay. Uh, potentially New York. Okay. So maybe, talking maybe Boston. Talking to alum and stuff like that. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? What's a caravan? Where? So there were a group of us, um, myself and um, four of our coaches. You know, did like a Q and A with alumni and and friends, oh. and kind of introducing the athletics program, what the vision is, a little bit about our sport programs, mm-hmm. inside look into Lafayette athletics. And right. so you may be appearing this fall in cities such as New York and Boston. Potentially, yes. Okay. No, sh- no uh, solidified plans yet, nope. but that's the idea is to. It's out there. To I hit, hit some other spots. Thing. I should say I actually do know what a caravan and because caravan is because when I was ten, I won a baseball at the Orioles caravan mm-hmm. when the uh, the Orioles came to town on their caravan to meet and greet the fans. That's great. I got. I want to sign baseball. Well, still have it. I'm glad, glad we all know that. Do you have any appearances coming up? I, I don't. I'm taking the summer off. Yeah, me too. This oh. is, by the way, this is the last episode of season three. This is the last episode until the fall. Season finale. If anybody cares. Should we end it on a cliffhanger of some sort? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like what? I'm not sure. You Will about Claire that. return as the producer? Ooh. Ooh. Here, play play that radio music. <laughs> the <that>. wobbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Wait, Vincent so, Price stuff. So do that again, Claire. Will Claire return as the producer? <laughs> um, Will Jim be back in the intern chair, taking Andy's spot? Don't say that I'm taking. I, Andy is irreplaceable. Oh, what a and good answer. Fine. <laughs> will will Sharita ever get to get out of here? Or is she <laughs> Find out the answers to these questions and more on season four of Various Breads and Butters, coming to you this fall. Anyway, Sharita, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. Um, thank you for you, tolerating us. If you would like to hear more from us, uh, you could follow us on Twitter at some later date. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, and you can email us uh, the mailbag we weren't able to get to again this, this week. Butters at gmail.com. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. We're good. Headphones off. Headphones off. Claire, are you a biker? Jen, are you biking? You bicyclists? My dad's a biker, and he's... Been Is he going to get mad at this commentary? Um, he's, he's not listening. He, Is no, he a friend of the show? No. Why well, okay, what so... Why, why so dismissive? You're like, oh. <laughs> Because, so, he really doesn't like the show Seinfeld, and I liken this podcast to the Seinfeld of podcasts. Wait, is that is that how you is that how you introduced it to him? No, I haven't. You haven't even introduced it to him. Oh, <laughs> damn it. This is why we can't get a good... A sponsorship. I just, I just figured that listenership he based. wouldn't listen. Like, he wouldn't... He, this is not the kind of thing that he finds entertaining. I think my to, mom to might be honest, listen to it. To be honest, honest that, that's how I approach other people. I don't even talk about the podcast because <laughs> I just I assume they won't find it entertaining. That's true. Yeah, that's part of our marketing campaign. That is, that we is. don't really tell anybody <laughs> about wanna, it. Let's just I assume I you're, not, you're not going to like it. I don't want to bug it's anybody. It's not for you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hardly even for us. <laughs> right. Can right. I can I tell you my my proud. Uh, parenting moments this week. Uh, how many how many hits does uh, Alex have on her YouTube video about pop sockets? Um, it's past three hundred thousand. Wow. She and she's quitting. She's like, I don't know, I don't want to edit anymore. Has she monetized it? No. She should have. She just kind of gave up. Why didn't she? Add an, why didn't she put an ad on it? She moved over to Instagram. Now she's rocking that. Those weren't even the proud parent moments. One was that I had to berate a uh, friend of the show, current son, uh-huh. because the new season of Arrested Development Harper. came out recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to watch this, and I didn't want to watch it without him. Well, I'll watch it. And he kept saying, like, he's like, I got I to gotta study. Like, he had finals. Wow. I was like, but dude, we got to watch this. And I couldn't get him to watch the show because he kept wanting to study. Yeah, but he, but it's going to be on after his exams, right? Yeah, but I just like the dynamics that I had to force him to not study because he needed to watch TV. Mm. That doesn't seem right. And just and Chris did the same thing where she had to pick him up from school. And I think uh, he was there for something that lasted way longer than it was supposed to. So he didn't eat all day. Yeah. And he had to be somewhere quickly, and between where they were and where he was going was a whole slew of fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. So she she forced him to try Taco Bell because he, he didn't want to. Really? But she made him. She's like, you will try Taco Bell. What did he get? I don't know. Chalupa? That's what I was going to guess. I think he probably Parker, didn't Parker get it. Parker seems like a Chalupa. Just a soft taco. Kid. Chicken soft taco. We need the little banner song. Proud moments in parenting. Mm-hmm. Can I put this on my resume? Absolutely.